Welcome back to Better or Worse Than Transformers, where we take a movie or a TV show and tell you whether it's better or worse than the most mediocre movie ever made, Michael Bay's Transformers. I'm your host, Joseph, with me and my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? And Christian. How's it going? Uh, this week, we're going to, uh, at, at listener request, we're going to break down the original X-Men trilogy, starting with 2000's X-Men, directed by Brian Singer, and finishing with X3, The Last Stand, Almost directed by Brian Singer, but directed by... Yeah, we're just doing the original ones. Yep. Yep, first three. Oh, thank God. Everyone's favorite Hollywood douchebag, Brett Ratner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so before we get into that, Ian, you got any news for us? Yeah, there's a little bit of news that we're going to run through. Uh, the first thing to lead off is, I guess there's a script that went around... Well, not even a script. I think it's a story that they're writing. It's based on the Monopoly game, if you guys ever played that at McDonald's. And I guess there's some sort of scam that happened with a cop, and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are reteaming up on this. Um, I don't know if, if Ben Affleck's going to be in it. I guess it's about a cop who like was guarding this, the McDonald's security pieces, and he got shady and started you know giving it out. And I guess the mob got involved, and it's I don't know. I was reading about it. It's a pretty nuts story. I would suggest reading about it some more. But sounds like it could turn into like a go a couple ways but it could be a cool movie i'm am down one i'm just down i with, love the mcdonald's monopoly game. i mean i do too i'm totally down with having affleck and and damon back in the movie together yes and it sounds like it's going to be like a dumb heist movie yeah and i'm down with that yeah the uh the the guy got like 25 million dollars off of this scam yeah. and he ran it for a long time i mean i could see this being a, a dumb heist movie or i could see this being like a big short and maybe they try and make this like a an Oscar kind of thing. Dep- it, it, it could, could be definitely fun. be written that way. That's it fair. could be fun in like the big short style. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So I think it could be good. Um, the next thing is Chris Rock is getting cast in a new show. I love everybody loves Chris. That's been like ten years now. Um, that's the last thing he's been on as far as TV. Um, and he's going to be the main character in Fargo season three, four, four. no four. And this one's going to finally go away from Minnesota. It's going to go to Kansas. City. That sounds right. And it's between two mob families about uh, going for control. One's Italian-American and one's African-American, and he's going to play the African-American head mob boss. So he's going to have a central role in it. And, I mean, I love Chris Rock, so the more the more he gets, the better. What it's do you guys a, think? It's an interesting choice. I think Chris Rock is a good actor. And if anyone hasn't seen Fargo, I'd highly recommend it. The first two seasons are great. I, I want to watch the third season. It's with Ewan McGregor. It's um really serialized, well-written. It's mm-hmm. Noah Hawley who's doing Legion. Legion. Yeah. And I think he's writing like a Doctor Doom movie. I think he's doing a couple things, but um, he's he's talented, definitely. Definitely. Season one of that show, I mean, I like season one and two, and I'm, I'm still wor- also working on season three, but season one of that show is one of my favorite seasons of anything. Yeah. yeah. It's the only one I've watched. It's there's an episode good. in season one that takes place during a blizzard that's like right up there with some of the best ep- single episodes of TV mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. I mean, really, really good. I like um, Martin Freeman in that show. That's yeah, good. him. Billy Bob Thornton is probably yeah. one of my favorite characters. And that girl who... Yeah, I she's really good. I don't know her yeah. name, but she totally embodies um, the original. Who's the original? The girl from Three Billboards. Ah, uh, Frances McDormand. Oh, good McDormand. I mean, she yeah. totally... I mean, just recreates yeah. that. Um, the next thing we got is... There's a Terminator movie in the works. It's going to be a direct sequel to Terminator 2. They're ignoring mm-hmm. everything else. And it's James Cameron's producing it. It's directed by the guy who did Deadpool 1. Tim, Tim Miller. Miller. And it's going to star Linda Hamilton. And they released a set photo with her, Mackenzie Davis, and a third lady who I don't know. Yeah, I didn't recognize and her. I remember. Mackenzie Davis is from a couple things. You might know her from The Martian. 
She's also in Halt and Catch Fire. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, it looks cool. Linda Hamilton looks like a badass. I love Terminator 2. I was about to say, I'm, I'm really just glad to see Linda Hamilton yeah. back in the series. What's she been doing I for have the no last idea. 25 years? No, but I mean, yeah, like bring her back and like... I have reservations for, I mean, again, for us, we, we know what's going on. We know what this movie is set up to be. For the average viewer who's going to see this, are they going to put two and two together between like, ignore all the other Terminator movies? They might set yeah. it up narratively so that mm-hmm. you can get around it, but... I don't know. I, I'm. I like the idea of like kind of fan cutting your own series. Yeah. Um, well, they're doing that with what other movies. Well, I mean, they were planning on doing it with Alien. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm also excited to see uh, Tim Miller get work after the original Deadpool because uh, did he do anything after he I left don't think the so. second He's done one? Anything no. I, I, no. After he got thrown off. I, I know it's it's not a, it's not the taste of the folks in this room, but I think he did a really good job directing it for what it was, making it. Yeah, probably it just wasn't for me, but I. I'm excited for this movie because I like the cast. I like that James Cameron's coming back to like his baby, kind of. But to what you're talking about, I don't know if it's going to be such a huge problem because based on the box office draw of the last Terminator That's movies, a good point. I don't know how yeah. many people saw them. And that's really my fear with this, is I just think Terminator is It's gotten too complicated. Waned. Well, it's definitely gotten too complicated. Like, where they went wrong is, is T3 for sure. That was the start of the decline. I mean, to be fair, they, Judgment. they also haven't made a good Terminator. I feel like if you make a good movie, people will yeah. see it. Yeah. Dude, I think they Most need to, the I think what you should do is, like, you right off the bat, you, you kill John Connor. And then it just, like... Sets everything, resets everything, and then you go from there. Dude, if they killed John Connor in Salvation As like, like they were supposed to, that movie would have been a thousand times better. Absolutely. Yeah. And the series would have been 100%. But I think you kill that, that, I, The way this is being promoted and the way she's coming back, is I, I feel like that's what's going to happen, and she's going to step in as John Connor. you got to kill her, too, kind of Who? thing. Who? Uh, Linda Hamilton. Sarah Connor? She's going to be just like trying to step up as like... You ever watch the Sarah Connor Chronicles? I've seen it a little bit of it. It was a it was an it was okay fine. show. Yeah, it was, it was uh, Cersei was yep and S- Summer, Summer Glow. Glow. Yeah, it was yeah. I did watch the... that, I used to watch all TV shows. Do you think uh, Mackenzie Davis is a Terminator? She's got no. those like lines on her arm that make her look like she's like cybernetic in some way. Diego Luna is the not Diego Luna. Um, no, I wish it was Diego. Said I Diego. wish. Oh, yeah, that would it be was great. Not, it's uh, the other like up and coming Hispanic actor. He was on Agents <laughs> of Shield. He was on like Boardwalk Empire. Um, I'm drawing a blank. I cannot think of his name right now. I don't know. But he's about. the Terminator in it. He's the okay. bad guy. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I hope Mackenzie Davis could be like just a normal character. He was the Agents of Shield Ghost Rider, and he's awesome in that show. He's really good as Ghost Rider. You watch Agents of Shield? I watch. I have not seen the last season, but I've seen up to that. Yeah, I like Agents of Shield. I know a lot of people crap on it, but um, yeah. So uh, you know about the next thing, uh, uh, Nips? It's Topher Grace. Oh yeah, Topher Grace of that '70s show fame, and that's it. No. Well, Venom. Bad Venom. He's Venom. Yeah, he's, he's Venom in Spider-Man Three. Um, has been working with uh, Spike Lee on on some. It's the Black Klansman movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, that next week. And I guess I guess it was like a stressful shoot for him. So to kind of like decompress when he wasn't shooting, he worked on his computer and made a fan cut, a two-hour fan cut of all three Hobbit movies, <laughs> which. Like he he mentioned this like in an interview, and now I'm just upset that he hasn't like released it. I don't know if it's good. It might be terrible, but like that's an appealing concept to me. Yeah, for sure, I would watch it. Uh, from what I understand, I think he did it with the prequel Star Wars movies too. And people say his his Star Wars cut is like really really good. And he's only screened it for like seventeen people. But you know, it's a weird hobby, but kind of cool. Yeah. How many oh. times you got to watch those movies? To oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun to me. <laughs> 
Um, they're making a Supergirl movie. It's in the works for DC Universe. There's not much. You said that the person who's doing it is the person who did Cloverfield Paradox. Yes. Mm. So that sounds bad right off the bat. But I don't I, it, I, like they. The thing with DC didn't movies, they make a bad Supergirl movie once before? They did. I believe it's like in the early '90s or late, late '80s, 80s or, something. or something. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. But the thing with these, they, DC announces a lot of movies. Yeah. Lobo, and they're just announcing movies. I feel like none of these are getting made. Green Lantern. Aquaman got made, but <laughs> who knows how that's going to go. So I don't know. We'll wait. The difference between there is when I think when you hear a director on these things, they tend to get more traction. When it's just someone's like, oh, I have an idea. It seems like DC cares just enough to be like, well, we'll give you some time to put something <laughs> together. But nothing ever gets made. No. Make another. Make a good Superman movie before you make a Supergirl. All movie. I want is a good, another good Superman. Just movie. make a good anything movie. I don't even give it like. Uh, uh, I, don't, I want Superman. I mean, I do too. I just don't. They're talking about Batgirl and, and Nightwing, and I'm just like, make your make your normal A list characters good movies first, See, then, I, then branch out. I disagree. Superman is a hard character to write, and probably like. How is shoot. Supergirl any easier? She she's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just feel like. I don't know. I mean, I, I I want those things. I want a good Superman movie. I want a Batman that I like again. But I really just want a good DC movie. Just make a movie with a character that I like that's good. Do you think that they're... It's a low bar. I feel like it's a low bar. Yeah, I'm not, I'm sure not setting a, a lot bar. of expectations here. I feel like they, DC, is feeling confident coming out of uh, Comic-Con and the positive response they got there. And I truly believe they think they have a good run of movies the next three. Maybe four. I don't know about that Joker movie, but... You know, Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman 84, I think they feel they've got it figured out. Do they? We'll find we, out. We don't know. Uh, next is some box office news. Uh, Black Panther became the third movie to cross $700 million domestic, joining Avatar and then Force Awakens. So that's pretty cool. Like mm -hmm. that movie, I, I, like I said, I really enjoy that movie. I've said that a bunch on this podcast, so I'm glad it hit that milestone. I'm trying to think what else is... Uh, Affinity War is at like 640, so I'm sure that'll get there too. Yeah. But still, I mean, Black Panther has made more domestically than Affinity War, which is pretty nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And it stayed in theaters like I was about to say, seven weeks it's, or something. It's got staying power and it hit its peak before like peak movie season and then was still in theaters. Like yeah. it, it was yeah, on yeah, its yeah. waning time as the, the theater population started increasing. So I feel like that helped it extend that run yeah, longer for sure mission impossible won again this weekend mm -hmm. christopher I, robin was second yeah christopher robin second and it only did like 29 million bucks or something like total worldwide yep. uh doesn't seem like there was a lot of interest in the old winnie the pooh movie mm. i wanted to see it but i did not pay money <laughs> are um, you still on movie pass i canceled my movie pass <laughs> i got out of that shit um before they went down to three movies a month yeah they just still charging you 10 bucks no thanks yeah, they just announced that. I mean, look, that's still actually a pretty good deal, but... You can't see first run, like, you can't see... The yeah, no, I, I know the other limitations, There's yeah. so many things, man. Uh, if you could still see opening weekend movies, it'd probably still be worth it, but... Back to Winnie the Pooh, I just want to know why they didn't just make another Winnie the Pooh movie. Like, why did they do it live action? Yeah, or? why did they do a live action with an adult Christopher Robin? Because, like, I guess you're shooting for a more adult audience? But like I feel I think like, everyone who likes Winnie the Pooh now is old. I I, don't, I disagree. There's not a huge presence of Winnie really? the Pooh. Like as a parent of small children, there you know he's not on Disney or Disney Junior. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't think kids know about him anymore. You know, my my kids certainly don't know who Winnie the Pooh is. Fair enough. I did, I guess how did I know about Winnie the Pooh? Did, were there like TV shows? Yeah, there was on a cartoon. Yeah. and there were books and 
anyway. Well, that makes me so, sad a little bit. Venom has a new trailer. Have we? T- I don't think we talked. We about haven't it. talked I think about it. Came it. Out it was. After, it's real, real bad. That movie's gonna be real, real bad. Um, Eddie Brock is. He's acting. I don't know. He's. I don't. I don't get what he's going for there. He's being Tom Hardy. I guess you know, mumbling a lot. Tom Hardy loves to mumble. In he his sure roles. does. Yeah. And it's just like I don't know. He looks like he's coming off of heroin. He's like sweating, and he looks like a drug addict. But is I don't know. Maybe that's the character, or he's just looking weird. You know. Yeah. Also, also, like the 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 Venom dialogue. He looks real sweaty. I don't know a lot in it, and he yeah. looks like he's like real pale. You know what I mean? I mean, I think I he think, is pale. I think that's supposed to be him like dealing with the symbiote, like making him sick. But I agree with you; it's weird looking. Yeah, the dialogue is really bad. I know a lot of people were upset about the like eyes, pancreas, lungs line in it. But that's like straight out of the comics. Like that's a thing Venom has said before. The turd in the wind line, though, is just. <sighs> So dumb. I think I think the CGI looks bad. Agree there on the on the suit. It looks real bad. What did you guys think about the whole like Johnny Knoxville and Men in Black Two head thing that it had going on with Venom like coming mm. out and then talking to him? It, it just, not not it's, for me. It's weird. No, really, nothing in this movie is for me besides the fact that Tom Hardy's. What's in it. Woody Harrelson playing? They really don't know yet, but the rumor is he's going to be Carnage. And he's only going to be teased, really, in oh. this movie, and that he'll be the villain in the second one. Well, he'd be a good Carnage. Yeah. As good as you can make Carnage. <laughs> Which I don't think Carnage is a good character at all. No, I agree. People love Carnage, though. You know who loves Carnage? People who don't have People taste. who love Deadpool. Yes. <laughs> you know, <Same> for <laughs> Venom, bro. If you love Harley Quinn, Venom, and Carnage, you're the person I'm talking about. <laughs> And you have a right to exist. Yeah. <laughs> you let's do. Not, no, you not, do. Let's you not do. go too far, Christian. <laughs> You're okay. Um, thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> and the last bit of news is John Favreau's Star Wars TV series on the Disney standalone streaming service. They announced it's going to cost $100 million. It's going to be 10 episodes. So it should, be, it should look really good. It's yep. going to take place seven years after Return of the Jedi. So it's going to be in that post-original... Is it? Yeah, they've announced that. I thought it was after Revenge of the Sith. I thought it was in between. No, seven years after Return of the Jedi. So before Force Awakens. So it's in that new kind of place they haven't really touched on yet. Mm -hmm. So they can do a lot with it. Um, I would love to see something with Maz Kanta. Maybe you revolve around... You're going to base it around someone we've already seen. Mm -hmm. And then you expand out of that. Definitely. I hope not. I want new characters. Captain Phasma... I'm fine with those people being teased, like Poe Dameron. And no, Kat it is going to be new but characters, but I think you're going to take one character who they kind of touched upon, and then you're going to base a show out of that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's one way to do it. They usually have to see how you do a spinoff. You know what I mean? And that that if they want to do something, I could see I could see it being like other people who are like connected to Maz Kanata, as I, in like she she's kind of the focal point of she knows everybody. Yeah. Man, make it serialized and like they're people who are brokering through her, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Different missions. I also want it to be like well, really I like that idea. Low, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like really like low level underbelly crime. Yeah. And that's what that stuff. then that's what that could go hand yeah, in hand. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. You could I, do Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy and like Kylo Ren training. Oof. I have an idea, but I'm gonna save it till we get to the Because if you're doing watched, ten episodes because I just finished Rebels. If so. you're doing ten episodes and you're John Favreau. You could make this a, like a mini series, almost maybe. Dude, I want it to it be anthology. Be, it doesn't have to be. Multi, that's one way to do it yeah. too. Yeah. You could do every episode line like Black Mirror, and like each could be a little movie. Yeah. Or you could do it just Even one by story. Season. You want to do one story over yeah. ten episodes? But I the hope next they don't do like something. Fargo. Yeah, I don't want it to be. 
a to be continued at the end because mm. then you're limiting your potential for an effective story. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I would like it to be like a closed off something that's going to make an impact. Also, ten episodes is a good number. Yeah, I'm, I'm pleased with the that. Best. No, don't. Yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be good. I'm, I'm going I'm, out on a limb with this. I'm hopeful. Yeah, I like everything. He's got a good budget. I like John Favreau. He's, yeah. I mean, he's pretty much been hits. Yeah. Like I'll I, tell you, someone on Facebook today posted all the new Star Wars are bad, and I have a hard time arguing with them. Like. Since Force since when? <laughs> since Force Awakens. Uh, no, I would disagree with that. I think as much some as, of them are good, but as much as I don't, Disney, I feel like at first there, I felt like they knocked it out of the park, but now they're kind of like, dude. I would, you know, I have strong feelings about Rogue One, but I would still say all four of these are be- more well-made movies than any of the prequels. That's and probably. Well, it's probably but, goes. But then I think you know, the prequels are bad too. too. Yeah, they're horrible. They're really <laughs> bad. A, uh, People the, have positive thoughts about the prequels because they came out when we were children. Yeah. Not because they're well-made movies. No, that's exactly right. I mean, I look, I don't know any people that I respect that think that the prequels are good Hold movies. Hold on, the, thir- the third movie's great. Right, I love people, the people that I respect. <laughs> <laughs> I love the third movie. It's, we could talk about, we could do a prequel episode and really get into this the, feels like, the I feel like I feel like we're just turning this into, a, like, it's just a Star Wars podcast every week. We like, like talking about Star every Wars. Every single time, it's like, because the, the Last Jedi's good, the say. Last Jedi's not good, we don't have time for this. <laughs> Anyway, we've only but that, but that's all the news, guys. Yeah, X Men time. X Men. So this week, I'm the only one who did my homework. Yeah. Um, I have a really good excuse. I just I, I fucking hate those movies. Oh yeah, no, that is a good excuse. Yeah. I, was X Men yours anyway? X Men was, the, the was mine. So yes. I'm gonna let you go for it. Yep, X Men came out in 2000, directed by Brian Singer. The mutant clashing, Wolverine slashing, Rogue power mashing. Wow. Yeah. I get, was it a box office hit? I guess so. I got a sequel. Yeah. Um, really, the movie that kicked off the uh, comic book movie craze. Most people think of it as Spider-Man, but X-Men came out first. I still say it's Spider-Man, but... I, yeah, I, I mean, Spider-Man proved you could do it a good job with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, this movie is basically really about Wolverine and Rogue. Um, don't remember too much about it. Killing me. Uh, as her would on, say, as her would say there's on. a lot of leather. Uh, there's a fuck ton of leather. A lot of black costumes. Magneto is trying to find Rogue to power this machine so that he can give mutant powers to everybody. And the test subject is that senator guy. And they put it on the top of the Statue of Liberty, and it makes that like Area X shimmer. Basically, Magneto's trying to use Rogue's power to turn everyone into a mutant. Yeah, that's the point of the movie. That was that was way better. <laughs> Christian, I what are you doing? <laughs> it took you way longer. <laughs> I felt pressured. <laughs> So yeah, what do, what do we feel about this movie? Apparently, it's not your favorite because you uh, never went back to it. Yeah, it's okay. Look, it's fine. It's better than X three, and um, it's see. it's yeah. probably in the like how many X Men movies have we had? Like seven or seven eight. or eight. Uh, it's probably in the top half. <laughs> um, probably okay. So what I do like about this movie, Kevin Feige was involved. So like, like Wolverine has dumb hair in it, but it's true hair. Um, the scene where Wolverine's introduced and he like, you know, his claws kind of like come out. He mm-hmm. does the two and then the one comes out slowly. Mm-hmm. It's a cool moment. Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart are great. The rest is really forgettable. The costumes are awful. See, okay. Yeah, I, I would say the only thing I like about that, like I like the opening scene where Wolverine's back room fighting in the bar. We forgot that Patrick Stewart has a new Star Trek series in our news. That's pretty big, man. Yeah, back at Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah, we should have. That was a good one, but no. 
We're past it now. I don't have any feelings about Star Trek. You're an idiot. I'm also neutral on Star Trek. Yeah, there you Dude, go. We're talking about Jean- Captain Picard. Go I've never ahead. seen that, that show. But anyway, um, so yeah, I like the Wolverine scene where they open. I like that. I like his relationship with Rogue in that movie. You know, I think that's probably they developed that the most. Um, Cyclops. I hate how they do Cyclops. Oh yeah, no, they He's really so they, they, they just, really. I'm they, not. They I'm, they want they just ruin. They they don't get the character right at all. No, correct. and then they double down on it for the next couple movies. Hundred percent, and it also real true. pisses me off. That's fair. Um, Jean Grey, Frankie Jansen. Ah, I don't know. Halle Berry should have been Angela Bassett. She's fine. Hey, hey Angela That's Bassett would be a good choice. Yeah. Um, well, she was in it and then had to drop out of the role. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. um, Sabretooth, I like that they keep it very comic book. Like. That Sabretooth is the one person that's not like, hey, they went for it. The rest of the people, they're totally scared. Like, you know, this also, you know, hurts at this. Like, that movie, they're still scared to be a comic yes, book movie. Yes, definitely true. 100%. And that's, like, where that, that totally stands out. Like, they kind of lessen that in the next ones. But it's still, like, always dipping your toe in the water. Correct. So. And, I mean, honestly, that's one of the reasons I like the opening. Like, the, what, you, what we talk about, the, the Rogue introduction and the, and the Wolverine introduction. Because it kind of... Because this was before, you know, the superhero craze, and even even though you know what movie you're coming into, they started off in kind of very like realistic, you know, gritty part of the world. It the concentration camp? No, I don't mean that part, but I mean like the oh. bar. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I like that setting to begin with. I like the fact that you meet Wolverine with the cage fighting. I think the the one claw scene is really great. One of my other th- favorite, uh, really, all my favorite things are in that scene. Yeah, yeah. and also they also cast. Magneto and Professor X, perfect. Perfectly, they were they, great. They could they not have great. done better. With well, that. we'll we'll get to it in X two. Yeah. But as as I was watching X two, was like I could totally imagine if I'm a young mutant who's been ostracized for my life. If either one of those guys met me first, I'd totally be on their yeah, team. Yeah, for sure. And that's really what it boils down to. Exactly. Which one shows up at your house first? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. um, They're both charismatic as fuck. They are. They're great. But there's a, there's also a great line when uh, Rogue leaves the bar with 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 Wolverine and they they get in the truck and whatever. And then she just looks over at him and asks, does it hurt? And every time. Every, every time. time. I fucking love that. It's I hate great. that. Do it's you? so cheesy. Oh, I fucking, well, so the, the only other, remember, there's there's like a, an hour of movies between that and when the Statue of Liberty scene happens, but I don't remember any of it. Do you guys remember any I of remember it? I remember Wolverine being on the table and like Phoenix... Not Phoenix. Jean Grey tries to do like memory thing, and I, I don't know. She like steps back or something. And Professor X promising he's going to help him like unlock his memories, but that doesn't really happen. It doesn't really happen. Um, why are all these movies about Wolverine? Right. That's because yeah. They, they, so it's like you're talking about. They shit on Cyclops, who the movies should be about. And I think it should be about the team. Definitely more about the team. Uh, man, You're right. Cyclops, Cyclops they, do, like they do they do him dirty. The guy yeah. in in the comics, and they just doubled down on him being like angry that some dude who's stronger, hotter, and more charismatic shows up and is hitting on his girl. I know oh, that's this, all it's about. That's yeah. actually a great transition. Uh, this was like Hugh Jackman's breakout role. It was prior yeah. prior to this. I mean, it's hard to imagine now that we didn't know who Hugh Jackman was, but he was like in in Broadway and, and yeah. like Australian soaps and stuff. And the yeah, only and reason really... Hugh Jackson got Hugh Jackman got that role is because Russell du- Crowe, right? No, Dougree Scott, who is the bad guy in Mission <laughs> Impossible Two, had to drop out for that movie because mm-hmm. I think there was like oh. reshoots or something that had to get done, and he had to drop out. And Hugh Jackman stepped in, and then that dude ruined it. You know, Mission Impossible. It's the worst movie ever made. <laughs> I will stand by that. Mission Impossible Two. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, don't get me wrong. It, 
Hugh Jackman's. I, I I agree with you that like it's weird that they said it around it, but he's so good. Like his yeah. his embodiment of the yeah. character is really good. As at least as a lead. As far as character. action scenes, there's just not a lot. There's the opening in the in the bar with Sabretooth. Yep. And then I remember the one where it's at the train station and Rogue's trying to get on the train and I think Is that when Magneto takes her? Yeah, Magneto yeah. takes her and, and like Professor X gets in the, the cop's heads and turns the gun on or gets in Sabretooth's heads and turns the gun on Magneto yeah. after Magneto's like taking all their guns with the metal. Yeah. But yeah. The, the, they hadn't got there yet with the CGI to do cool superhero scenes. The yet. only other yeah. ones really are the ones in the museum. Yep. Uh, at the base of the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. And that's like where Toad is, played by Ray Park. Yep. Famous for playing Darth Maul. Um, I did not know that. Yep. And there's Sabretooth. I don't Blob. remember all the Brotherhood. Is it Blob? Yeah, yeah, the Blob's in it. I don't think Blob is part of the Brotherhood. Mm-mm. He's on yeah. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Mystique is the other one. Yeah. Oh, and, and they... Maybe you're right, yeah. yeah no is. Blob. One of the things I, I noted in, in watching X2 is Mystique is like the most interesting character in this that we're not focusing on. Yeah. Because, I and again, I don't know in this universe if she's like a normal mortal, if she like lives forever. Like she, she survives does. a lot. Right. Um, but you know, she's got all these expert skills of, of, uh, infiltration and like, you know, high tech skills. She can be anybody. She can person. I don't know. Like she's her skills and the things that she does, I feel like are more interesting than what most of the people do. And she's a very much a side character. Yeah. Um, I think I actually like this version of Mystique more than I like the Jennifer Lawrence. The, oh, for sure. The Rebecca yeah, Romaine one. But I agree. I would have liked to spend more time with her. Yeah. And not, not spend more time with her and her be a good guy. Right. Like, spend more time with her as she is. Right. This movie is fine. It, do, it just didn't age well. Yeah. That's a good description. I think it does a... I'm thankful X-Men exists because I got Avengers Infinity War 18 yeah. years later. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... I would say I just, worse than Transformers. I'm going to say worse than Transformers. I'm still saying better than Transformers. Also, it's got my favorite line, which is everyone else's least favorite line during the Storm Toad fight. Where Storm asks Toad, you know, do you know what happens when a Toad gets struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. The same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> so stupid. It's so st- I love it, though. It's fantastic. I will say I do. I, I do. Any, any interaction between McKellen and Stewart, I think, is probably at its best in this movie. Um, yeah. The, the, like, them playing chess and, and at the end in the past, plastic prison and everything, like, their interactions are fantastic but i'm gonna still say worse than transformers it's better than transformers but x2 i'm i'm outranked here x2 three years later also directed by brian singer and brian singer's a scumbag just so everyone knows this is this this film <laughs> series has a history of being directed by not great people definitely yeah. true all of them with like <laughs> me too accusations yep <laughs> I'm sure, Matt, I don't know if Matthew Vaughn's have come out yet, but they're probably in there somewhere. I mean, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy did Logan. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mangold, James Mangold. Yeah, James Mangold. He's doing something else now. Let's, 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 yeah, yeah, let's, not, let's, not, let's not put sexual assault allegations <laughs> on people. See, <laughs> um, so yeah, X2 pretty much follows directly after uh, the first X-Men where people are, are very much aware of mutants. Um, and it opens up with that Nightcrawler scene where he tries to assassinate the president, yep. which we find out is orchestrated by William Stryker, who's an anti-mutant colonel who's just trying to find a way to destroy all mutants because he finds them dangerous to humanity. And this movie is really about Wolverine's past. Uh, in that, kind of, yeah. Like, 
yes, Striker's you know, trying to get rid of mutants, but it also directly ties into Alkali Lake and the Weapon X program mm-hmm. and where Wolverine came from, and he's starting to get his memories back. And um, both Wolverine kind of pulling these memories back along with Striker's mission to eliminate mutant kind kind of tie together throughout the whole film. Right. It's fine. I like this movie a lot. It's pretty good. The 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 opening sequence with the Nightcrawler is the best scene in all of X Men. It, it is the best scene in all of X Men, and it's the best use of Nightcrawler. And man, they waste him for the rest of this movie for sure. And I also don't like Alan Cumming as the as Nightcrawler. I don't think I like Alan Cumming. Period. That's also fair. Apparently, it was uh, Neil Patrick Harris also auditioned for the role, and I would have preferred oh, that. Oh, he would have been so awesome. I know. But uh, yeah, no opening sequence really good. Um, what are the other action scenes? Well, there's the one in the school, and where it's right. the first time you kind of get like Rage Wolverine and the, like jumps off the balcony and kills a bunch of people. And that's one of the reasons I say that that Hugh Jackman's a great addition. I don't know, not that anyone's arguing that, but like his physicality and the way that like even even for 2003 when they were doing shitty stunts, like he looks intense, and you fucking yeah. believe everything. You know, mm-hmm. all the the slashes and the throwing, well, most of the throwing, some of it looks really wiry, but, you know, I don't know. He really sells the the rage and the mm-hmm. physicality of it, and I really like that about it. Um, but yeah, no, they get really into that really early on, the yeah. military raiding the, the expansion. School. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah that's so a cool, then, that's a cool scene. Yeah, so... And they kidnap the kids, right? They kidnap, like, Jubilee and... Yeah. Who fucking cares which ones they kidnap? Yeah. It does Jubilee's true. in that movie? So Jubilee is in, like, four of them. But they only acknowledge it once. <laughs> yeah, she's like a side character every time, which is dumb. Like that's a character, you know. Especially if you yeah. watch the X Men show growing up, you I know feel Jubilee. Con- you feel connected to Jubilee. Yeah, Jubilee's I mean, her cool. superpower is fireworks. Come on. Yeah, give her a break. Give me that. It's dumb as shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, then we get the the Wolverine escaping with Rogue, Iceman, and Pyro, and going to to Iceman's house where oh yeah his, his family comes home and there's like a coming out as a mutant scene which <laughs> yeah. is poorly uh, handled it's not greatly handled but i don't know i, I still like that this one is prototypical sequel in that your bad guys in the first movie team up for against a greater threat correct That's definitely true, true. maybe you know it kind mean? of does it create that archetype though you know what I mean? Like no, I'm sure that's been Blade, done. This is like the same as like Blade Two. Oh, that's you know, a good point. Yeah, you know what I mean? Too. It's like it's like where the bad guys in the first one are like, hey, we got. Can we find an example that doesn't involve black leather or comic book <laughs> movies? But also the scene at the house, I really like. It's got the 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 bit where Logan gets shot in the head. Yeah, and then I mean, it like knocks him out just from the sheer force. But then you know, because he has an adamantium skull, he's like standing yeah. on the porch, right? Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. But it's um, it's cool seeing uh, Magneto and them team up. Yeah, well, the, the Magneto breakout from the plastic prison is really cool, I feel Ooh, like, when he yeah. when he takes the blood out of the oh, iron out of the blood. That's a that cool, is a cool scene. scene. And, like, he's got those things that are, like, flying around yeah. and fucking destroying everything. That's a good... You like know what? Like little metal balls. Yeah. Better than Transformers. You just <laughs> sold me on it, Nips. Thank you. Um, and, yeah, one of the things that I noticed is they use a lot of first names in this movie for everybody, but everyone calls Storm Storm. Yeah, and and so like I know her. What's her real name? Aurora. I yeah, don't know what her last name is, but it's not like a like a hard name. It's not like outrageous. I don't know. It. it they it, didn't even want to wear the real costumes though. So oh, that's fair. That. That's super fair. Um, and yeah, no, it, it all ends up in the big uh, confrontation, final climactic battle Alcohol in Alkali Lake. Lake. Yeah. yeah, and you also see Jean Grey die at the end. Correct, and become the Phoenix. For the first time. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, there's like the voiceover, right? You hear the voiceover, and there's like the shadow over the lake, and mm-hmm. it's the Phoenix. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see James Marsden's great acting ability there when oh. she dies. And 
James, uh, see, that's the thing. Like it, I don't know. I don't know if James Marsden's a good actor. I've seen him in so many things, and I feel like a lot of the time the role that's written for him is bad. But I also feel like he never brings anything to it. I I would agree. I feel like uh, yeah, he's I, not a good actor. No, no, he's not. So I'm gonna say James Marsden is not a good actor, he's but he's not. also never been in a good role. Like he's never had an opportunity to be a good actor. You literally just auditions. said what I, I know. Just I'm said. agreeing with you, <laughs> but he auditions. I'm not allowed to do that. We have to disagree on this yeah. podcast. No, he auditions for him and doesn't get him. That's what that means. I mean, that's <laughs> that's entirely possible. What other movies has he been in? I mean, he's good in Enchanted, but that's a very different. He's been like in uh, that awful. He was in Superman soup, Returns. That Superman movie. That's what I was gonna say. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to X three. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know that there's a lot else to this one. There's a, a, another great Ma- Magneto just gets a lot of the great lines and scenes yeah, in this everything. movie. But there's a scene where uh, it's Ian McKellen. Yeah, he's great. They realize he was the best character besides Logan, and they they doubled down. On yeah. Him. There's a scene where uh, all the military guys are, like, defending the door, and they're not supposed to let anyone in the hallways. They're all, like, standing at a corner, pointing their guns in the same direction. And then you, you kind of hear, like, the magnetic, you know, like, the magneto power mm-hmm. sound. And then you see all their grenade pins fly out from, yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. grenades that are attached. They're just, I don't know. I could think of the cool use of the powers. Like um, Lady Deathstrike? And she yeah, she's in... also in this. That's not an interesting yeah, fight at all. Yeah, they waste her yeah. in this movie. Um, also, at the very end, there's a bit where they go to the president while he's supposed to yeah. be doing an address yeah. and tell them, they, they say, this is not a threat. We're just here and we're not going anywhere. But like Storm conjures like a thunderstorm that's going on in the background. They've frozen time. They have they him just like pinned. broke into the White House. Right. And they brought the guy that tried to assassinate him. <laughs> like, how is this not a fucking threat? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I still think it's better than Transformers. I had a really good time going back to this one. Better than Transformers for sure. I want to watch it again after hearing Nip's I'm going to say it. it's better than Transformers. It's on HBO. So, uh, so and you cheated. There's a bunch of stuff on HBO I want to watch. Have you guys seen the, like, the uh, Robin Williams documentary? I started it, and I didn't not get there. I haven't watched it. It's not good. But you know what I have seen? X3. <laughs> <laughs> X3. Te- technically, this is yours, so you, you take the floor, Ian. Um, so they Ian, developed... did you watch it? I did not. Uh. I would not. Sub- that's two hours of torture. <laughs> um, but I know the story, I think, it by enough to get through it. So this is like, they started really, like, trying to comic book this shit up, and... Um, they switched directors. Brian Singer went to do Valkyrie, a Tom Cruise movie. No, no he went to do Superman Returns. Oh, okay. So, was... so this movie started filming, um, and then, yeah, some, I guess, Warner Brothers offered Brian Singer Superman Returns, and he was like, fuck y'all, I'm out, yep. and took James Marsden with him. <laughs> yep. And then Brett Ratner stepped in, who had done the Rush Hour movies. Correct. Correct. And this one is like, it's a very weird movie. Um, they develop a cure, a medical company does. To like cure your of your mutant powers, and it kind of divides everyone down different sides. You know, it's like heroes are split on what to do, and Magneto, of course, doesn't want this to get out. And then they mix this with the Dark Phoenix saga, which is just weird. And and they really ruin the Dark Phoenix storyline. Is one of my favorite comic book storylines. Can you tell me why? Because it's X Men. It's intergalactic. I don't know. You it, the the '90s animated cartoon holds a special place in my heart. And that's where I wa- like watch that. So that's mm-hmm. what I remember it being really cool. But um, yeah, I, I, it's it's got a weird ending to it. Um, they they kill Professor X very like I mean early in the in, second act, yeah, early in the film and like without a lot of fanfare and like it's very open ended. It's very weird. Cyclops gets taken out almost instantly. immediately. Yeah. Um, well, he had to film Superman. Correct. So yeah, it's get... just 
uh, Ben Foster's in it for no reason. No at reason. All. Oh, I forgot Ben Foster. Um, I know. Kelsey Grammer is completely wasted so as wasted. the Beast. Okay, but I really like Kelsey Grammer as Beast. That's a great I mean, cast, but, but he's wasted. Wasted a hundred percent. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, and like I think this doubles down on like Wolverine being this hero that he's not really. Yeah. And they they like make him the leader of the X Men when that's not really him. What's ju- not just that? Not only do they make him the leader of the X Men, they basically make him the new Professor X. That's true, yeah. and that is definitely not who Wolverine is. Nope. And it's it's like, the tra- worst of the three it, for sure. It's the worst of the three. It it takes Dark Phoenix and it just kind of it, my problem with X Men One too. Like I don't love the casting in X Men One. I don't. I don't. I think Hugh Jackman is. Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart are the only hits in cast. I mean, for sure. I don't think Fami Jansen can do Dark Yeah, their casting for, for Jean Grey and, um, Cyclops. and Cyclops are essentially like the Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley of the Pirates series, where they're like yeah. kind of the protagonist, but they're the worst part by far, and the worst actors. Yeah, it's it's... And it's unfortunate because you make her such a big deal Correct. in these movies. And she just can't bear the load. And it's a freaking comic book movie it shouldn't be like that difficult but i just i can't buy it you know what i mean and um yeah no the kelsey grammar is beast when they announced it i was like that's perfect like, it is that perfect is idealistic and it it just doesn't work yeah that, i mean that movie's not any of the actors or actresses fault that movie's like Brett poorly Reiner's written you know, poorly written and it has no guiding story i mean it, look it's also partially brian singer's fault for just yeah, bailing midway for through for sure yeah you also, it gives us the infamous, or infamous, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Correct. I was about to say, we haven't talked uh, about Vinnie Jones yet. Uh, and Kitty Pride, played yep. by Ellen Page. And there's some of the stuff here about behind the scenes that happened to Ellen Page. It's just awful. I have not heard about this. Oh, like, Brett Ratner, like, outed her uh-huh. to the rest of the cast. Like, it made fun of her and jokes and stuff like that, you know at her expense and it's just it's awful uh, how that stuff didn't come out earlier and he was still able to have a job for as long as he was i mean just terrible i hate the fact that brett ratner is a millionaire <laughs> that really yeah, upsets me yeah it's really upsetting and up until a year ago was able to produce like every D- warner brothers movie out there mm-hmm. um the it's just not it's not a good movie it's not it's well not. made it's got, uh, as far as things that it does have going for it, the, the action sequence in the woods where Wolverine's trying to, I don't know what he's trying to do. Is he trying to, like, convince get, her to come back? Yeah, I guess that's what he's doing. But he has to fight. I mean, really, there's... It's stupid, though, because, like, in the comic books, that scene, like, Magneto rips his skeleton out of his skin. Mm. And they, like, wouldn't commit to that. They would not. No. Well, because he's your new Professor X. Can't yeah. Do I don't know. He's... And the end action scene where... The only thing that's cool in that movie is, is Magneto lifts a Golden Gate Bridge. Yes, that is cool. Other than that, like... They spent F- all their money on that Yeah, scene. yeah. Because, like, the rest of it's, like, is these guys with guns who are using, like... It's like they're shooting needles that have this yep. medicine that takes their powers away. It's just... When you bit. say it, it sounds way more dumb than I remember yeah. it being. But you're right. <laughs> They shoot shots. Yeah, yeah, shoot shots. That's what exactly they're yeah. shooting. They're shooting needles at people. <laughs> they're it's like vaccines. It's real stupid. They weigh Psylocke. Is Psylocke in that movie? Yeah, she's one of the ones. They don't name her. Oh, think. yeah, I think she is. Yeah, yeah. She can sense other people's powers and shit. Um, yeah, you're right. They waste multiple multiple man. I've never. Yeah, they do waste multiple man in that one. They waste they go, a lot of cool, cool character. Is that is is it supposed to be like Omega Red? He's fighting in the woods. I can never. I don't know if this was true or not. They, I don't know. They waste a lot of like characters. Yeah, it's it's real bad. Spike. Yep. 
Um, ben Foster's Beast, and he's like the ben son Foster's of Angel. Angel, who's who's the opening sequence of the movie, and like the first five minutes of the movie, and then we never fucking see yeah. him again until I mean, like the very last yeah. scene. This movie was so bad that they're having to redo it with the one that's coming out in February called because yeah, they want to get it right. Yes, yeah, so, I mean that this one yeah. was that bad, and they've redone Angel and they've done Archangel. They've done it better, not great, but they've done it better. They've re- they've redone all of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. They took like every. This bit. was the one that they realized. Hey, we, we screwed Beast. a lot of shit up. Like, why did it take us three movies to get Beast anyway? And he was so popular in that movie that he was like a key part. And when you rebooted the universe, you wanted to include him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And you bail. Where Where is Nightcrawler? He's never referenced. Nope. Um, Even though they kind of tease like a Storm Nightcrawler semi romance thing. In the second one, which is weird, it is weird. Yeah, but they didn't have Black Panther. Like so I they said, they they, they, had, could not. they had no one got in that universe. Like it's just it's, it's not. Yeah, no. I mean, the the movie can be described as just too much. It's too much of everything. Yeah, too many characters, too many storylines. I would say, have we had to rank them? I would go two, one, three. We're for yeah, sure. Everyone, I yeah, think, would agree. And that, that's pretty. But, but not debatable. This but X three is worse than Transformers. For, for sure. sure, worse than Transformers. Hey, we were unanimous in two of the three. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a record for us. I think. You guys were only wrong on one of them. <laughs> Dude, X-Men 1 is not that we'll great. We'll have to do the original trilogy next. Do huh? it? What? Like the, uh, the first class trilogy. Oh, you mean like the, uh, the prequel what, what, Yeah, I guess you call that a prequel trilogy. Is, it Star- is X-Men Star Wars? Kind of. There are three trilogies currently. Yeah, yeah I would do that. I, uh, we could, I have a more positive opinion about those movies. We could, we could, I, and I haven't watched I Apocalypse. Know. I watched that once in theaters. I own it. I should watch that again. Uh, I never opened it. I like. own I own all of them, so you it's, I have no excuse to not watch them. But <laughs> Apocalypse I, is also a bad movie. It's a it's really bad. Good. I think Days of Future Past is also a bad movie, it's, but that's, it's that's fine. Not, it's not. It's a good movie. Okay, we'll get into it. Maybe next week. Maybe but, next week. What's everybody been watching? Am I going first? Yep. Uh, I finished two shows. I finished Star Wars Rebels, and I finished Your Lie in April this week. Um, as for Rebels, it. Overall, I really enjoyed it. I not nearly as much as I liked Clone Wars. Uh, I just don't really love those characters as much. What's weird is I like characters that they don't spend a lot of time on. So mm-hmm. like Sabine Wren is a Mandalorian um, in the show, and her like family is like Death Watch, and their her story is a lot to do with um, freeing Mandalore from the control of the Empire. I liked all that stuff. Hera, or yeah, Hera is the pilot. She's referenced in in Rogue One. Um, she's really cool, but they don't, you don't really spend a lot of time with those two characters. It's mostly focused on the two Jedi, Kanan and Ezra, and I just didn't really like them. Do they kill Kanan? They do kill Kanan. Spoilers. Um. How do they kill him? Um, basically, almost the whole show revolves around one planet called Lothal, which is where Ezra is from, and they have this idea that they're gonna get rid of the Empire from Lothal, they're gonna lead a a revolt, and when their plan goes awry or whatever, it doesn't happen. And all, everything's like exploding, blowing up. They can't get away. And, and Kanan jumps out of the ship and he stops the explosion just long enough for them to go. And, and everyone's like, oh no, come on, Kanan, come on, Kanan. And he turns around and as the fire like takes him, he force pushes them off. And uh, I mean, it's a cool way to die. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. like how they killed, kind of killed off Chewie in the, in the New Jedi Order yeah, in the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the big twist is they bring back Ahsoka, that he saves yeah. Ahsoka. Um, and they introduce time travel. So it's not really time travel. Okay, so Dave, Fil- <laughs> Dave Filoni says it's not time travel, but it's not. So from the character's Ezra's perspective, it's not. What happened to Ahsoka is exactly what always happened to Ahsoka. But for the character of Ahsoka, she goes from one moment to another moment that is in the future. 
So she has to time travel. That sounds like that time sounds travel. What time travel is. I get that Ezra is not changing the past. Right. That this always happened. But for the character of Ahsoka Tano, she goes from the past to the future. That's time travel. So, I, I mean, it's not, but it they is. They should not do that. No, they should. I mean, look, here's the thing. Uh, the Rebels has been, like, their most intentional show, I feel like, for setting up specific aspects of mythology that yep. they want to build in later. So I think that was a very intentional choice that they want to use for something else later on. Agreed completely. Because when you watch season three and season four, so one thing they do is they bring back um, Grand Admiral Thrawn, who was an extended universe character that went away. Very popular. And then they bring him back. He's played by Mads Mikkelsen's brother. Um, he's Chad Nicholson. Um, Chad's <laughs> Chickelson. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually just Mads Mikkelsen. He's got another name, um, and he's just this like really like slow talking, very calm all the time. Uh, he's a cool character. I like him. I dig him. Um, they, I think that was important. But there's a lot of interaction between Thrawn and Tarkin where they talk about director Krennic and Krennic's project. And again, Hera's mentioned in Rogue One. So like all of season three is like. Easter eggs for Rogue One. And so bringing, like, bringing Ahsoka back feels to me really important. Mm-hmm. So you talk about a Star Wars show, if they did it like at the end of Last Jedi, or after Return of the Jedi, um, Sabine, Wren, and Ahsoka decide they're going to go find Ezra. You don't know where Ezra... Ezra kind of just went off, saved everybody, and, and kind of like sacrificed himself. But you know he lives. Or at least you assume he lives. And so it ends on this like cliffhanger of them going off to find him. You also don't really know what Ahsoka has become because she's got this like white cloak and this giant like gandalf the white staff um she just seems different and it's it's just too there's there's something there there's a story there that needs to be told man i can see how you'd think that enfys nest would have been ahsoka in uh in solo yes yeah it should have been it's fair um i like it I would recommend it. Everyone check it out because it, it, I agree with Joseph. There's there's too much there for it to just be that one show. Right. There have to be laying the ground for other things. Um, you're lying, April. I dug. I did not cry the last couple episodes. I totally you, did. You big baby. I am. It was, I thought it was pretty predictable. Yeah. Um, but it was very sweet and heartwarming and sad all at the same time. Very sad. Yeah. How about those closing credits? So I didn't get to enjoy the credits like quite like you did because now Netflix has this thing where they show trailers in the credits. Oh, really? Yeah. So the credits were like this big, and oh. then there was like this like <laughs> giant ad for like a Japanese real world show that's oh. on Netflix. I got gotcha. you. I was debating on watching it. <laughs> the trailer was kind of I was kind of into it, but um, she's like lying in the yeah, water. Yeah, no, it's it, so it definitely teases her death. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole show teases her death, <laughs> um, but it's like a really close up on this dying young girl floating like face up in the water crying and and the only like no one moves you just see like the tears streaming down her face but she doesn't move the only thing that changes is the background changes from like twilight to night as the credits roll yeah. and then it's fucking over it's just like it's so sad because i don't know just like the stillness mm-hmm. of it, i don't know everything about it is just like oh i would watch another season like I would, I like those characters enough to to keep seeing where it goes. I get the point of the show is right. those two. I understand, but I like those characters enough that I'd, I'd be, I would want to know what happens to them. You know. Also, well, I, this this is too deep. I'll talk to you about it off air. But I really <laughs> was, I was really upset about the your lie in April. What they ended up deciding what the actual was. lie. Yeah, was. we'll we'll yeah. get to it. Ian Ian just will leave it if if we talk about <laughs> it too much. 
Yeah, um, you guys talk about anime too much. I know. We like it. We made a commitment that we were going to watch more anime. Correct. The only thing I watched is I watched Infinity War, and it was real, real good because it's out on digital, so I purchased it through Amazon. And yeah, I think that's definitely my favorite movie. How many times did you watch it? Twice. <laughs> yeah, I watched it twice this weekend. Yeah, I don't know. I've talked about Black Panther and that movie. I think I like that movie more because it has it has more stuff to play with. Black Panther is probably a better movie, but I enjoy Infinity War more. I think the more you watch Infinity War and the more you like, you just it's not as shocking. Yeah. You can enjoy it more. And I just appreciate there's like it just works and it's it shouldn't work as well as it does. Uh, I think Star Lord is the one I hate on that one. He does the dumb thing. I get I Star Lord's motivation makes more sense yeah, to me. Yeah, that's than what Thor's. someone I was watching with said. Both that's you know Star Lord's stupid and he does stupid things and he's impulsive. So I guess that that makes me like it more. Thor just is well, like Thor still went Thor for Thor could kill him. Yeah. He just doesn't. He screwed up. Yeah. And he doesn't have a reason. At least Star Lord's um, like caught well, up in the anger. Well, of actually, that makes me think though. There was a bunch of there was a director roundtable that um Did was on. Did you watch the, that yet? Yeah, yeah. So I watched it. And some of the things that they said is pretty cool. Like, one thing is they confirm that when Thanos snapped his fingers, for sure, everyone's in the Soul Stone. So they're oh. not all dead. Oh, really? Yeah, for sure they confirmed everyone's in the Soul Stone, and Gamora's in the Soul Stone. So Gamora's definitely probably coming back. How come Gamora's a child in the Soul Stone? Yeah, that's weird. Maybe yeah. it's just the way Thanos visualizes her. 100%. Because he loves his daughter. Yeah. I will. He like, sees again. her as a little girl. But it makes <laughs> sense because what else does a Soul Stone really do? It kind of gives you a vessel to put all these lives in. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. So what else did they say? Um, they said anyone can wield Stormbreaker. Yes. I saw that. Yep, anyone can pick it up. It doesn't have the same rules as Majorner, so it doesn't mean that... Mjolnir. Uh, yeah. Mjolnir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I so can, Groot's not worthy. I can totally see Hulk using Stormbreaker. Well, I think Captain America uses it you to, think? to kill Thanos. That's the end game. That sounds pretty cool, too. They both die at the same time. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Um, what else did I read? Um, they had a, talked about, like, inspirations, and, like, one of the cool stories that I read is, um, Ryan Coogler was there, and he was talking about how they were doing, like, the second screening. I guess they do, like, friends and family screenings, and it's, like, famous people come mm-hmm. to them only, and it's, like, when they're still cutting the movie. So, Francis Ford Coppola came, who did The Godfather, and Ryan is like, he walks up to him after, and Ryan is like, taking notes, and he's telling him all these things, and he's like, you need to watch Shambhala, and Ryan Coogler's like, Shambhala, what? And I guess it's, like, this Persian story about these kings, it's a book, and it was, like, the inspiration for Godfather, and he's like, I, you know, and he realized, like, everyone pulls from everything. You know no, absolutely. I mean? like, that's yeah. like, and he's like, that's, there's nothing original going on, like, Godfather is based on other stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he was saying that, like, his big inspiration for Black Panther was Godfather, because he saw uh, the dad as, you know... You know, Don, you know, Corleone, yeah, Corleone. And, and Michael is, you know, Chadwick. And he was also saying he was scared to take on the, the role at first because, like, Chadwick had already been cast in yeah. Civil War. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're walking on to this big movie that's going to make you or break your career. Your and he didn't yeah. know Chadwick, and Chadwick yeah. was already there. So he was like, it was pretty cool, you know, that Chadwick and him, like, hit it off. And who else was there? You know, John Favreau was talking about Iron Man, and the reason he got Iron Man is because Elf made money. They said Elf yeah. had the right tone, and it was like it, 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 he was on this list. And once Elf broke out, then they called him, and he got that like right away. I'm not sure I knew that he directed Elf. Yep, huh. I knew that. I felt actually I went back and listened to our our Avenger or Marvel Phase One recap. Yeah, and we said what else did John Favreau? And I was like, oh, he directed Elf. Like I, I'm like in my car listening, and I'm like, we're stupid. I yeah. mean, we are. Um, Who else was there? Scott Derrickson or James Gunn? James Gunn was there, and James Gunn said that, like, you know, really shows you that the... Who did Civil War? What are their names? The brothers. The the Russo Russo brothers. brothers. They're really talented because, like, James Gunn's, like, I got no notes from anyone. So, like, I wrote my movie, Guardians 2, how I wanted it to end. 
And he's like, I sent this over to, to them, and they're like, that's exactly one for Nebula. So, like, it just kind of worked out, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, like, they're able to adapt whatever the people are doing to what the Russo brothers wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think the Russo brothers have that skill from years of TV? I think so. Like, that, working it's, in the writer's MCU room is and totally like that. a TV It's, it's show. an extension of a TV yeah. show. Mm-hmm. But they were saying that, like, as they were shooting Infinity War, Ryan Coogler was creating a new world in Black Panther, and Takeda Watiti, or I say his name, was, mm-hmm. was refocusing an entire world with Thor. You know what I mean? And he, they're like trying to absorb all this while doing their movie. They said that um, M'Baku, Winston Duke, I guess like one of the things they ad-libbed was they were doing the, the battle scenes in Wakanda and he would just come over from doing the scenes in Black Panther and he added those war cramp, those war chants. Which are great. Like, they're you know awesome. what I mean? That was like completely ad-libbed by the, just the actors who knew it because they were doing it in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cool stuff. I, like that's it. really the only thing that the Black Panther people get to do in that movie. Yeah. So. I know. It would I mean, be sad if those weren't there. And they were saying that, like, they just, they were, they, they seem really smart because they based that third act in, in Wakanda, mm-hmm. but they had no idea Black Panther was going to be what it was. You yeah, know? yeah. I saw an interview with Kevin Feige when they, someone asked him, like, you know, what do you do if Black Panther's not a hit? And he's like, there's nothing we can do. We've banked on it that this is going to be, we're focusing the entire third act of Infinity War, yep. you know, in Wakanda. Like, we know this movie's good, and... This is how we can prove it. We've we've already put you know hundred million dollars into this film. Yeah, look, we're we're too deep into this. We need to get out. But I did, I did see one more other thing about this. I don't know if it was the roundtable or it was just something about Infinity War. But Captain America was not supposed to show up until the battle in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Originally in the script, he was gonna be, he was gonna be showing up when Thor shows up. Hmm. Um, and then it, apparently nobody liked that because everybody wanted to see more Captain yeah, America. Yeah. I mean, I, he's still not in the movie. It's, it's arguably the worst part of the movie is that Cap's not in it. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but I, I think he's gonna he's got to do the final blow to Thanos. Definitely that movie just moves though, man. Like the more I watch it, like it starts immediately with that you know with yeah. uh, the Hulk Thanos fight, and it does not stop. It goes right to the battle and in it's New just, York, and, and it's just fan moments, cool scenes. Disagree, but I don't. We already had, we already did an episode on it. Um, I'm still watching my anime, Durarara, which again, terrible names because they're all fucking terrible names. It's entertaining. It's not great. It's not as good as your lie in April, but I'm still working through it. I keep trying to, it, I don't know, the last couple of years I've been watching All or Nothing, which is the Amazon yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. knockoff of Hard Knocks in, in advance of watching Hard Knocks. Who's that season this about? Uh, Cardinals were this? That, that was the first season. season. Uh, well, the last season was the Rams. I, they, did, they did the Rams for, yeah. Last season? Yeah, they did it for Hard Knocks. It's already out? Oh, no, that was was the second season. This season is the Dallas Cowboys, and fuck, I hate them. Like, I genuinely can't watch it because they're so uninteresting and dislikable. (laughs) So it's about last season? Yeah. uh, I will say, like, one, obviously it doesn't make me like any of the Dallas Cowboys any more than Mm -hmm. I, I, I already disliked them. But we already know that Des Bryant's a locker room cancer, but, man, watching it, is like he's worse than you think he is <laughs> dude it got bad on twitter this past week yeah too. he like called people out and everything well we'll see what happens with that but anyway he's gonna be a cleveland brown here soon he might be i've i attempted to watch that show but i think i'm just gonna give up and just watch yeah. hard knocks because it's better anyway mm-hmm. so fuck it um but yeah i think is that everything yeah i i did rewatch stranger things this past week the whole thing i uh, just season one. Oh, okay kate had never seen it and so we started watching it and Man, that show's great. I like the first season. I need to watch season three still. Well, see, there's no season three yet. Or season two. Yeah, season two is not as good as season one, but it's 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 a good yeah. I watched I watched season one. I liked it. Had a good eighties vibe. <laughs> it sure it, does. It, it kind of smacks you in the face with nostalgia though. 
It's heavy on nostalgia. It's good Winona Ryder, which is kind of rare. Winona um, Ryder, I think she's good in it. She, I don't, I don't think she's good crazy. in season two. I think she's good in season one. She's crazy in season one. Right. Well, yeah. I, I, crazy mom. I, I, I much exactly. prefer Mike in season one too. Mike is way better in season one. That's right? fair. Um, yeah. No. I mean, the problem with her character is she her job is to play the hysterical mother mm-hmm. who's saying something ridiculous and no one will believe her. That's actually true. Which she, exactly. Which she's really good at, but man, is that an irritating character to For watch sure. all the time. Yeah. And that's not her fault. Again, like, that's the performance she's supposed to do, and mm-hmm. she does it well, but... I don't know. I just can't do it for a long, long period of time. The way I feel, the, the what's crazy to me about season one, season two of that show is the characters I love in season one, the same characters I love in season two. Steve and Hopper are the best two characters yep. in that show. They're just, every scene should have those two characters in it. I Every moment they're on screen, I enjoy it. And Dusty. The fat kid. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's With true. the Steve and Dusty dynamic, you haven't watched season two, but season two is about like pairing people up who aren't together. And so Steve and Dusty are together a lot in season two, and it is—it's a ton of fun. That sounds cool. Yeah. No. Uh, what's the guy who plays Hopper? Uh, David Hellboy. Harbor. David yeah. Harbor. Uh, yeah. And he's definitely getting jobs off of. For sure. I mean, they're all—they're all, all yeah. getting jobs off of it. Uh, actually, season two, I really like the guy that plays uh, the the new like jock bully guy. Oh, the guy, the cool Decray Montgomery? Yeah, the, the knockoff Zach Efron. Yeah, he's in Power Rangers. He's yeah. The, I don't remember who he played in, whatever the Red Ranger's name is. But Jason. Jason. Yeah. I'm a bad nerd. Yeah. Anyway, so that's everything? Yeah. That's All right. What are we going to do next week? Maybe who knows? X-Men? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it I out. I can do more X-Men. Thank you guys for listening. As always, uh, if you like this, rate, subscribe, tell your buddy. If you'd like to get in touch with us, if we have different opinions about X-Men movies, which I'm sure that we do, oh, we're gonna then you do, it. I'm positive, <laughs> uh, you can reach us at betterthantransformers at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter and Facebook at BT Transformers. Thank you to Zach Evans for our, our art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. And we'll see you guys next week.